You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel, Apostle Goodheart Obi Ekweme. The Bible does say, let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Rogic and all of our family members across the nations, let's sincerely, let's genuinely give our God praise and thanks. That's why we gather this Sunday. It's called a thanksgiving service. Open your mouth, hands raised, heart raised, give him praise. Psalm 1 to 4, 6 to 8 says, Blessed be the Lord who has not given us as free to their teeth. Our soul has escaped as a bird from the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken. And we have escaped. Not that we are about to escape, but we have escaped. Our help is not in the name of the church. Not in the name of your deacon, your pastor, your apostle, the pope, the doctor, the lawyer, the banker, the governor, the president. Hey, our help, there is a name that is a strong tower. There is a name when it's mentioned, the angels in heaven bow. There is a name when it's mentioned, the devils in demon and hell, they surrender. There is a name when it's mentioned, disease and infirmity, they cower down. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Can somebody clap those hands and shout and celebrate your God? Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Whilst you're still standing, very quickly, turn together with me to Genesis 47. The text I will read to you, I will not really, really deal with, but it's a very, very strong word in my heart that God has put in my heart. I will release at the end of this service as a prophetic word. And that is thus, Goshen mode activated. Goshen mode, what? Activated. So we'll read the text. I will exhort to bear your heart to praise God. We'll engage in 10 minutes or so of Davidic praise. And when you go into the session of praise, please, I, I want you to see that you're engaging in spiritual warfare. What you'll be doing in those moments is simply gathering the spoils of war. Because there are hanging blessings in the air that the Lord has already released in these 21 days of waiting, watching, praying, and fasting. So what we do today on the last day, the grand finale is, you know, is it Kingsley? Uh, pack your blessing and pack your blessing and pack your blessing. Hallelujah to Jesus. 
All right. Genesis 47. Kota Barosa. Are you there? Shana began. Amen. Verses 1 to 6. Let's go now. Then Joseph came and told Pharaoh and said, I want you to read, please, and think of what you're reading. Let's go together again. It's the Bible. One, two, three, go. Then Joseph came and told Pharaoh and said, My father and my brethren and their flocks and their herds and all that they have are come out of the land of Canaan. And behold, they are in the land of Goshen. <laughs> and he took some of his brethren, even five men, and presented them unto Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said unto his brethren, What is your occupation? And they said unto Pharaoh, Thy servants are shepherds, both we and also our fathers. They said, Moreover, unto Pharaoh, for to sojourn in the land are we come. For thy servants have no pasture for their flocks. For the famine is sore in the land of Canaan. Now therefore we pray thee. Hello. Let thy servants haha, dwell in the land of where? Goshen. Uh -huh. And Pharaoh speak unto Joseph saying, Thy father and thy brethren are come unto thee. The land of Egypt is before thee. In the best of the land, make thy father, ayaya, and brethren to dwell. In the land of Goshen, let them dwell. And if thou know any man of activity among them, then make them rulers over my cattle. Somebody shout, I'm in Goshen. All right, so see what happens in Goshen in the midst of famine, plenty in the midst of lack. Verse 27 says, And Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt, in the country of Goshen, and they had what and what, what possessions therein. And what happened again? Oh, come on, what happened? And they grew, what happened? Uh, come on, and they multiplied exceedingly. I, I prophesied to you in the middle of what the world has called a global recession, a global pandemic, because you are a covenant child of a covenant making, covenant keeping God, you are in Goshen. You are going to break forth. You are going to break out. You are going to break in wide. You are in Goshen. Hallelujah. Goshen mode activated. Father, we thank you for the tremendous honor and privilege to gather again under this open heavens. Your word is blessed. I beseech you to take a call of fire from the altar of heaven and on the lips and the tongues of clay of the seventh son of yours. That this day I will speak expressly. Thus saith the Lord, move every man, every woman, every boy, every girl under the sound of the voice of this preacher. From where we are to the place called there, the place called Goshen. We vow to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor in Jesus' wondrous name we pray somebody shout a big amen declare with me Goshen mode activated all right you may be seated in God's wonderful presence beloved as a church we embark on a spiritual journey of 21 days of fasting and prayer only a few weeks ago and it has been a most refreshing season for us as we engage in the place of concerted prayer in seeking the face of God for our lives for this year and beyond. For many of us who committed to this exercise sincerely and faithfully, we have been blessed beyond measure with diverse testimonies that attest 
of the faithfulness of the goodness of the Lord in very definite, meaningful ways in all of our lives. And we are sincerely grateful and thankful to God for the energy, for the strength, for the grace, for consistency in 21 days of waiting and watching. God has shown himself faithful to keep to his word that those who draw near to him, he is committed to draw near to him. And God has kept his word in Matthew 7, 7, that those who ask will receive, those who seek will find, and those who knock. And God has shown his, himself faithful to us. He has not asked the sons of Jacob to seek him in vain. God has shown himself faithful to us, according to Jeremiah 29, 13, that they that seek the Lord with all of their heart, they will find the Lord. God has shown himself faithful to us, according to Jeremiah 33, verse 3, call unto me, and I will answer, and show you great and mighty things that you know not. What am I saying? God has shown himself to us as a family. God has visited us again and again and he shifted us and lifted us in too many ways for us to explain. Here we are at the very last day of this exercise. I don't know that it's divine coincidence that the last day is also the very last day of the month of January. For those who remember, I believe it was in crossover service or thereabout or whenever it was I said to you that I believe the month of, of, the month of January is a transitory month between, you remember that? That's right. And I said there's going to be an overflow from the year 2020 into the year 21. That means the balance of the things that are still hanging over your life from the year 2020 the Lord will be restoring in your life in the month of January the Lord will be recovering your life in the month of January that means that this month of January has been a reset month ha, yeah, yeah. a month of recovery a month of restoration that means the grounds you seem to have lost through the 12th month of the year 2020 whether you know it or not in the realm of the spirit God has simply recovered for you shall yes I believe. What that means, beloved, is that the real deal of the year 2021 is just about to start. Can I prophesy to you? One month come and gone, you are going to sleep and wake up into February 1. 11 months of this year shall be the most amazing days and weeks and months of your life. Why? You've stepped into the real deal of wonders 2021. I prophesy to you, you are about to come into a whole new season from February 1. Somebody shout a big amen. So January was preparatory for the things God has in store for you in 11 months of this year. Somebody shout, yes, I believe. You've paid the power bill. You bowed your knees before the God. You called upon the God of Israel. God has heard you. And get set for the manifestations of the things you cried out unto God. Jesus, after 40 days of waiting and watching and fasting and prayer, Bible declares in Luke 4, 14, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. The Amplified Classic says thus, then Jesus went back full of 
and under the power of the Holy Spirit into Galilee. And the fame of him spread through the whole region round about. I prophesy to you as you emerge from this last day of waiting and watching, you are going into the rest and the best of the days of the year. Guess what? In power. And the fragrance of the fame of Jesus is about to be noise abroad in your life. Where you suffered shame, I prophesied fame. Where you encountered disgrace, I decree and declare over you, enjoy engracement. Enjoy the grace of God like never before. Where you suffered misfortune and misfavor, may the finger of the favor of God, the same finger that came upon Joseph and elevated him amongst the peers and brought him into Pharaoh's palace as the vice regent, may that finger of favor take you from Lodibar and bring you before the noble, before notoriety. May that favor take you from the backside of nowhere and bring you to the place of visibility, notoriety, and, 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 and where you are seen. May that finger of favor write your name on the sands of time as somebody who knew the Lord and somebody who walked the Lord and somebody who released the grace of God to your generation. Somebody shout, that sounds like me right there. That's right. You are being exempt from the crowd. You are being separated from the crowd. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Beloved, our time of fasting and prayer wasn't just a religious exercise because many in the church are praying, no, sir, no, man, no, 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 no. We understand the principle and the law of first fruit. What does that mean? When you honor the Lord with your first, the rest are blessed. Hallelujah. When you honor the Lord with the first moment of the day in consecration, in prayer, the rest of the day is sanctified. When you honor the Lord in the first day of the week, presumably Sunday morning, you're saying the rest are blessed. When you honor the Lord in the first few days of the year, you're simply saying the rest of the year, they're blessed. The Bible declares in Proverbs 3 verse 9, honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit of all thine increase. So shall thy bands be filled with plenty and thy presses shall bust out with new wine. When you honor the Lord with your first and your best, get ready for the hand of God to be on the rest. You've honored the Lord for the first few days and weeks of January. So with much assurance, the hand of the Lord is upon the rest of the year. Shout yes, I believe. In the same token, when you honor the Lord with your tithe, with your first fruit, you're saying, God, you are my source. All that is good came from you. But you're also saying, I believe that the rest is blessed. It's it, 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 it's a shame for any believer to still fight about tithing, about giving. Why? It's simply a principle of honor. It's not about a financial transaction. No, it's about honor that God, uh, you. Oh man, all that I have belongs to you. I'm not even just giving you 10%. I'm saying I belong to you, but I bring the 10 as a token of my expression of love for you. The principle of the first fruit proceeds 
when you give God the first and the best, rest is blessed by him. This is why you see people, God will cause one day to be as a thousand years for them. The labor of a thousand years for others, for those who walk under this principle, God amplifies their every step, amplifies their every effort. Have you seen somebody who is working but not sweating but moving in amazing traction and speed and you can oftentimes get jealous what is he even doing Seth what is she even doing Seth she must be doing something strange or something awkward all they're doing is pushing the word and following the spirit and when you walk with the Lord and follow the spirit he makes you look great in the eyes of people but the truth be told it's not you it's the grace of God, it's the Spirit of God, it's the wind of the Holy Ghost beneath your sail. May the wind of heaven come beneath your sail for the 11 months of this year and bring you into a season of grace and a season of ease. You will declare this is the doing of the Lord. It is marvelous in our eyes. When the Lord will lift you again and again in strange ways and strange matters, in the midst of difficulty, in the midst of famine, please remember to testify, this is the doing of the Lord. It is marvelous in our eyes. Don't share the glory that belongs to Jesus. No, no, no. Decree and declare at the point of healing, at the point of promotion, at the point of the new level of grace, anointing, mantle, intimacy with the Holy Ghost. This is the doing of the Lord. It is marvelous in our eyes. God forbid we share the glory of God with him. Hallelujah. We've been learning a few things about prayer. We've seen that prayer can be taught and prayer can be caught. The disciples ask Jesus, teach us how to pray. We've seen principles of prayer in the past few days. We've seen that different kinds of prayer, different types of prayer. But you see, in the midst of the different kinds of prayer, different types of prayer, there's something I want to share with you that is a common denominator with every kind of prayer. Number one ingredient is faith. Every kind of prayer must be faith-based. Every kind. Whether it is supplication, intercession, worship, thanksgiving, petition, all of it. What brings your prayer before God is faith. Hebrews 11.6 He that comes to God must believe that God first and foremost is and is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. So every prayer needs the ingredient of faith. I believe I receive. But also, every kind of prayer, listen carefully, needs another ingredient. The ingredient of thanksgiving and praise. Whilst the prayer of faith is a kind of prayer on its own, faith is required for every kind of prayer to work. Whilst the prayer of thanksgiving and praise is a kind of prayer on its own, every kind of prayer requires thanksgiving and praise for it to work. Praise God. So faith and thanksgiving must be mixed to every kind of prayer. The psalmist declared in Psalm 100 verse 4, because this is a way to access God's presence, by the way, says, you enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. As you study scriptures, you find this principle replete all through scriptures where prayer is being mixed with thanksgiving and praise. 
Bible says in Philippians 4 verse 6, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. You see that now? Prayer, supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request, let your request be made known unto God. So I said to you on Friday that thanksgiving is the envelope and the stamp that carries your prayer request to heaven and gets a favorable attention. It's one thing to write a letter and fail to put in an envelope and put a stamp to an addressee. So many times we tend to pray, but we fail to take the prayer into the right envelope and the right stamp. The envelope and stamp that gets your prayer, heaven's attention, is thank you, Jesus, because you hear me always. Hello, somebody. Thanksgiving. Bible declares again, same principle, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. Please turn to your Bibles. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. Rejoice evermore. Pray without season. Wow. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Look at this. It begins with rejoicing. Then it speaks about pray without season. Then it says, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ concerning you. Now, this is what I call the sandwich principle of prayer. Which is, you begin with praise, thanksgiving, right? Then your prayer. Then you close with thanksgiving. This should be something we've understood by now. So thanksgiving praise, then the prayer, then we'll close with thanksgiving praise. Very important. We'll look again in Colossians 4, 2, same principle. Colossians 4, 2 and 3. Continue in prayer and watch in the same with what? With thanksgiving. With all praying also for us that God will open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am also in bonds. Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Finally, look at 1 Thessalonians 1, verse 2. 1 Thessalonians 1, verse 2. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers. Again, Combining prayer and thanksgiving. Beloved, thanksgiving has been said to be the highest form of expression of faith to God. Thanksgiving, the highest form of expression of faith to God. That's why when God sees a believer give thanks before there is a manifestation of what the believer asked, it gladdens the heart of God. We look at two men in the Philippian jail in Acts 16 by way of Paul and Silas. It was at midnight that they chose to pray and to praise. And I've oftentimes said the midnight is not just a time on the clock only, whilst it is that. But the midnight speaks of the most difficult of times in the life of a believer. The most of challenging times. The times where your flesh cries out and you really have no natural reason to bless the Lord. You're in pain. 
You're in luck, perhaps. There are delays. There are things that don't seem to be working. It's at those moments God said, if only you can praise me then, I will consider your praise to me as a sacrifice that I will respond to. And so, in their prison, they prayed and they praised. And God came down to visit them with an earthquake. The Bible tells us their prison doors were not only opened, but their chains and their fetters were broken. So praise has the power to invite God into your situation and circumstances. And you've heard me say over and over, when God shows up, every devil has got to show out. When God takes over your battles, your battles are over. So one way to invite God to your battle is through the instrumentality of praise. Psalm 223 says, Thou art holy, O God, thou inhabitest the praise of your people. So when people praise God, they create a throne for God to come to about. It was said concerning Abraham, the father of faith, in Romans 4.20, that though he was still in waiting for 25 years for the promise for the prophecy spoken over his life to become a manifestation. Just like many of you have prophecies and promises. You're waiting for the manifestation. The Bible says concerning Abraham, he staggered not. What? At the promise of God through unbelief. But, contrary, he was strong in faith. Doing what? Giving glory to God. Wow. So how to maintain strength in faith is to give glory to God even when you're waiting for the manifestation. You have a promise, you have a prophecy, you've prayed, but between the time of the prophecy and the time of the manifestation, you've got to take hold of the manifestation with what? With faith. Faith lays hold of everything grace has provided and one expression of faith is to thank him and to bless him and to praise him the bible assures us that when we call upon him he answers us the bible assures us that if we ask anything unto god according to his will we have the assurance that he not only hears us but he answers us first john 5 14 and I want to remind you, we have been praying for three weeks. Sincere prayers, faith-filled prayers, genuine heartfelt prayers. Listen, the Lord has heard you. And the Lord has what? Answered you. Let me say it again. The Lord has heard you and the Lord has what? Answered you. And what we need to do now is to engage in clamorous engage in ecstatic praise and thanksgiving as we take custody of the manifestation of the things we have besought the Lord and we are receiving from the Lord. Listen, before you can have anything from the Lord, you must receive it first in the spirit. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Jesus teaching in Mark eleven twenty four 24, says, says when you do pray, believe that you receive and then you will have what you have received. What's that? Receiving occurs before having. Hmm. Have you prayed in faith? First John 5, 14, then God has heard you. God has released. So you have to receive in your spirit 
But wait a minute, there must be a translation from the realm of the spirit to the realm of the tangible. That's where believers get a bit uncomfortable. I've prayed about this disease. The symptoms are still showing. Listen, symptoms are not disease. No, 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 no. Symptoms are an invitation for you to draw back and say, wait a minute, maybe I wasn't healed after all. You can have a symptom of catar, symptom of headache, and still walk in health. Why? We walk by faith and not by sight. We don't walk based on medical report, not based on COVID-19, COVID-20 report. Listen, we walk based on God's word. We don't walk based on the world economy. No, we walk based on what the Lord said in the time of famine. Ay, ay, ay. You shall laugh. In the time of destruction, you shall laugh. How do you combine destruction and famine and laughter? Well, you see, the world may be suffering or going through all kinds of things, but for the people of God, yeah, 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 there's what is called the covenant of exemption. You are precluded, you are exempted from what is happening around you. There is a buffer, yeah, yeah, there is a shield around you. Listen. This mentality must be ingrained in you from today. Why Goshen mode has been activated. That means when people are planning based on what they have, listen, I don't plan on what I have. I believe God in the next few weeks and few months based on the integrity of God's word, the radio station where GPPA is will move from 23 and soon enough will cover the entire state and the city of the nation in spite of COVID-19, in spite of COVID-20. And I believe, my God, in this year that your building project, the prepared place in spite of COVID-19, in spite of COVID-20, is going to enjoy an amazing, alarming speed that will shock the world. Why? We are in Goshen. Don't plan your wedding based on the economy. Plan it because you are what? In where? Goshen. Goshen. I'm in Goshen. I'm in Goshen. It makes a difference to be in Goshen. In Canaan, they were sick. They were broke. In fact, the Bible says, and money failed in the land. Genesis 47, I believe it is. And the money failed in the land. It comes upon in time that even the world economy will fail. Money failed in the land. People were literally giving their life to Joseph. Said, look, money has failed. Our grains have finished. We give our life to you. What do you want? And he gave them terms. He said, well, I buy all of your land. I will give you grain. You till the land plant so." You find what to eat, but bring one-fifth to the bounds of Pharaoh, and they survive. But in the midst of all of this, all of this going on in Egypt, there was a land carved out called Goshen, Kotayada. They were shielded. I don't speak of a physical land somewhere in Abuja, in Lagos, in London, in Dallas. No, I speak of a spiritual territory. Katopalano. Hey, Skupa. Where a thousand is falling by your side. And 10,000 were by your right hand side. 
where there's a touch not seal upon your life, upon your children. What? Touch not the Lord's anointed and do his servant, her servant, or oh, 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 no harm. Guess what? That is Goshen. This is the privilege of the sons of the living God who know that Goshen is activated. Listen, listen, listen. The loss of others is not your lot. I want this mindset from today to begin to be ingrained in you. That's why you've got to close your ears to all kinds of news that don't build your faith. No, sir. No, sir. Oh, everybody. Oh, 10 million died. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm in Goshen. No, 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 no. People like me don't die like that. No. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Somebody said, I'm in Goshen. It must be a mindset that my kiss, not because I'm powerful, not because I'm anointed. No, because I'm a child of the living God. We're going to rise up to praise God. Oh, what I want you to see as you praise God is 2 Chronicles 20, 25. That as the priest began to sing, <laughs> for the Lord is good and his mercies endureth forever. God moved into the camp of the three nations, enemies against Israel or Judah. And there was a chaos there was an ambushment they began to destroy one another i want you to see number one as you praise your god your god is going into the camp of your enemies whoever they are guess what confusion they will unsheathe their swords they'll kill themselves that means this battle is a battle without sword it's a battle of praise he said, he said to Jehoshaphat, you will not need to fight in this battle. It's not every battle you fight. There are battles you win on the altar of praise. So as HOJ leads you in 10 minutes of crazy Davidic praise, I, I want you to lose your natural mind and regain the sanctified mind of Christ. For the 11 months, you're praising God for the things you know that you're packing as booty of war. Hallelujah. And as they began to praise, began to praise, they killed themselves. And for three days, the children of Judah were packing the spores of war. On the fourth day, they said, this is Bareka, the valley of blessing. <laughs> At the end of this exercise of 21 days, you call this day the day of his blessing. Bareka. Bareka. That means the things you saw in yesteryears, you won't see anymore. You're crossing over into a new season. It's a season of bareka. It's a season of unending, unceasing, unwavering blessings. Oh, the prophet said, said who, who can curse whom the Lord has blessed? I've received a commandment to bless, to bareka. Can I decree and declare unto you, under God and under these open heavens, you are too blessed to be stressed. The Bible declares in Isaiah 8:18, I and my children, whom the Lord has given me, they shall be for signs and wonders from the Lord, from the Lord of hosts. You are a sign and a wonder. Rise up on your feet 
and give God thanks and praise. Can you thank him for 10 seconds? You are a sign. You are a wonder. You are a sign. You are a wonder. Go ahead. In the next 10 minutes, just release yourself to praise him clamorously. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi Ekweme, lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the touch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodheart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is info at r-h-o-g-i-c dot o-r-g. Also download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of quality resources including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life. And for real-time ministry, you can follow Apostle Goodheart on Twitter. The handle is at Pastor Goodheart. And on Instagram, the handle is at Apostle Goodheart. Keep hearing the Word of God. It will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.